This is episode 601 of the AWS podcast, released on July 6, 2023. Hey everyone, we have made several big changes to how we provide podcasts to you and would love to get your feedback. Please see the show notes for a link to a two-minute survey and let us know what you think. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the official AWS podcast. We got some game-changing updates with AWS Verified Access. I'm Hanwin Lochran, also known as Han Solo, your friendly neighborhood co-host of the official AWS podcast, and I am joined by Shovan Das. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Han Solo. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here and talk more about Ava. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do for Amazon Web Services? Yeah, I'm Shovan, and I'm a product manager in Amazon EC2 AWS networking team. I've been here for the last four years. I have worked on all the networking products here, such as AWS IPAM, then Bring On IP. And for the last two years, I've been working on this cool thing, which is now called AVA. It is a security and connectivity product, and I'm happy to talk more about it. Super cool. So again, we're here to discuss AWS Verified Access, also known as AVA. It's uh, built on AWS Zero Trust guiding principles. And AWS Verified Access validates each and every application request before granting access. Verified Access removes the need for a VPN, which simplifies the remote connectivity experience for end users and reduces the management of complexity for IT administrators. So but going back to basic, what is AWS Verified Access or AVA? Yeah, thanks, Han. I think you gave a good introduction on AWS Verified Access. As you said, it allows our customers to give secure access to their corporate applications on AWS, to their end users, right? So let me say what is a corporate application. Corporate application is an application that is developed by a customer's engineering team using AWS resources and hosted on AWS. For example, it can be your corporate directory where you go and look for your employees or your colleagues, email address, phone numbers, and other things. Or it can be an internal hiring tool or a billing tool. So these are corporate applications, and they are used by employees and staffs and contractors. And this product gives secure access without using a VPN. And the IT administrator can set up policies. They can say that, hey, Bob can have access to this financial application whenever Bob is using a compliant device. Or all my employees can have access to this IT help desk application. And what Verified Access does is that it evaluates whenever Bob or your employees tries to log into those applications, it evaluates the policies, and if allowed, they go into the application. The cool thing about this one is that it doesn't use a VPN, so mostly you need to go into a VPN and then access your application. It doesn't need a VPN. And that means that you can work from anywhere. You just need an internet connectivity and a laptop. That's all. Wow, that's really interesting because I used to work for a financial institution and you know, definitely always had to VPN in and um, having to have that connectivity. So that's very interesting that we have this product. So wh what is exactly the purpose of this product? Yeah, our purpose here in AWS is to help customers to connect to their application in whichever way they prefer. So this is actually the third generation of our connectivity product. In the first generation, what happens is that either an employee or a staff has to be in the corporate network, so you are sitting inside an office building, or you VPN into your corporate network. 
And then we have these products like side-to-side -side VPNs, DX, which connects your corporate network to AWS. So these are our first generation of product. Then some customers said that, hey, can I just directly VPN into my AWS network without going into my corporate network? So then we came up with the second generation, which is client VPN, which is quite popular these days. Uh, it is one of the largest VPNs in the market. But then some customers said that, hey, why do I even need to do VPN? Can I just log into my applications and I, I can set per application granular policies where I can say that, hey, this employee can access this application and that employee can access the other application. So essentially, these set of customers were looking for something what we now call as zero trust, which is something simpler for the users, but has more security controls for the IT administrator. And that's when we start developing AWS verified access. So it gives you that zero trust access without VPNs into your corporate application. Cool. And uh, zero trust environment is what I've seen more and more popular. And uh, security is the highest priority and it is the forefront of all that we do. So in terms of like network access, right, what is zero trust network access? Yeah, that's a great question because zero trust can carry a lot of meaning for a lot of different folks. So, and at AWS, what zero trust means is that you shouldn't just decide access based on network location. You should use non-networking signals to decide access. So that's how, if you use multiple signals, for example, you use network-based controls, you also use non-networking-based controls. So that's how you will get a better security posture. So let me give you some simple examples, right? In a traditional network, what happens is, whenever you log into the network, so you have broad access to all your applications or all your resources. But ZeroTrust says that combine not networking signals. So what happens is when you try to log in, ZeroTrust will use your corporate identity. Like, hey, Shovan is Shovan. He works for EC2 team, for AWS, for Amazon, and his role is product manager. So that's why he should have access to this application. It will also use my device posture. So for example, Shovan is using a good device, compliant device with malware checks on, antivirus on, those kind of things. And you can even further use more and more signals, right? Like geolocation and whatnot. But the idea is to combine more and more signals and that's how you'll get a better security posture. Uh, let's say somebody gets has access to one of the servers, right? And just because they have access, they can't go to your sensitive corporate application because either device check will fail or your identity won't match. So that's how it gives you a better protection. The other thing is that zero trust emphasizes on continuous verification. So let's say I go into an application and moments later I log out, I want to go again to the same application, Zero Trust will re-verify your device, your credentials, and if anything has changed in between, it will deny access to the application. So essentially, Zero Trust gives you, because of continuous verification and because of non-networking signals, it helps you to reach a higher security posture. But at the same time, it doesn't use any VPNs, right? So for the end user, it's actually much more simpler. So it's a win-win situation. End users get uh, don't need to use VPN and security administrators to get more security controls. Yeah, I really appreciate the enhanced and evolving stronger security posture that this is providing. So you know, how has Zero Trust been implemented until now? Yeah, Zero Trust is not a new concept and it has been there. But you can say that even 10 years back when I was working for different employer, right? So I used to log into my applications and and I couldn't log to some applications. So essentially they were implementing the zero trust, but in a different way. And how it is implemented today without Ava, 
is slightly complex. So let me give you some examples, right? Now, you will have a set of VPN and networking policies, which is operated by the networking team. So they will decide who can have access to the network. But then the security administrator will work with the application developers. So your application developers will integrate your applications with your corporate identity provider, right? That's where the corporate identity is a place where you will keep records like who is shown, what is his role and all those things. So application is integrated with that. And then you implement controls that this set of employees can use this application. But these are all done by your application developers whose core job is to write applications. And they are working with your IT administrator or security administrator to do these things which are not part of their core job. Then there comes a third set of policies, which is which device is actually healthy. And IT team will write policies that, hey, this device is healthy. So then only allow this device to log into your corporate network or VPN, right? Three set of policies at three different places. And if you need to add one new application, or if you want to make a policy change, so it can take days or it can take even weeks because you have to coordinate with different teams. That's where Eva comes in and it simplifies this process. Gotcha. And uh, once upon a time when I was a developer, I had to put all of these controls in and you just don't know if you did it right. So really great that we're enabling you know the developers and making it more secured. So, so how does the verified access simplify all of this? Yeah, so what verified access does is that it integrates with your corporate identity provider. It also integrates with your device management provider and then brings those signals at one single place. And you can use it as a front door for all your applications. So let's say you have hundreds of applications. So you front door for hundreds of applications and you don't have to write point policies for each application. Now at Ava, you can write a single set of policies for all your applications. And as a IT administrator, you don't have to go and co uh, coordinate efforts with developers or device management team. So at one single place, you write all your policies related to network access, related to corporate identity and device posture. And that's how it simplifies. We have some customers who have told us that, hey, they can onboard applications and enable access within five minutes. So you shrink the process down from weeks to just five minutes. That is awesome. Definitely with that onboarding and making sure the application is secured is a win-win for sure. So how does verified access get identity and device data? Yeah, what we have done with Ava is that we have built an open ecosystem. So we rely on standard-based methods and we integrate with actually third-party providers or who are our partners to get this identity and device postures. Uh, for example, customers can still continue to use their existing corporate identity provider or device management provider. We will integrate with them and we will bring those signals for the customers to write policy. Uh, the advantage is that you don't have to migrate to a different provider. You can continue to use an existing provider and still onboard to a zero trust architecture. Gotcha. And I just want to double click a little bit more on some of the features of verified access. So what are some of those enhanced capabilities that we're providing? Yeah, sure. So we already talked about fine gain policies for zero trust. So you can write a single policy for a single application and each policy can be different for each application. So essentially you are trying to build a micro perimeter, what we call as micro perimeter for each application. Each application will have its own set of policies and who can access and when under what conditions. That's the number one feature. The other feature is that 
actually we have integrated with WAF or web application firewall. So zero trust gives you that microcontrol, but you still want to have traditional perimeter-based control. You want to have L7 inspection for cross-site scripting or bots and other things, right? So that's where WAF integration comes in. And you can combine traditional network perimeter controls with zero trust controls and get a better security posture. Then the other thing we do is that we log each and every access attempts, whether success or denied, we log it. And this itself is quite valuable for our customers because now they get complete visibility who is accessing their application, when they're accessing, whether they were allowed or denied. And we put all this log information in a standard schema. And using this schema, actually our partners can consume the logs and give richer security insights for our customers. For example, they can triangulate all this information and they can say that, hey, this particular user is trying to access the application from two separate locations at the same time. So it, it might be a signal and they can do the further investigation. Gotcha. And yeah, really important that we enable some of those SQL injection, cross-site scripting, and et cetera, to make sure that we do protect the application. So awesome that we have that ingrained and uh, integrated with it. So so uh, last question I have for you are, you know, what are the next steps? Yeah. So it's already live. We are already GA. And you can go to our AWS management console, search for verified access, and it gives you easy steps to start using it. And also we came up with a workshop. So you can go to your favorite search engine, just type AWS Verified Access Workshop, and it will take you to the link where we have certain steps on how to get started. And it gives you more insights how to use the product. Awesome. I'm definitely going to check this out. So Siobhan, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. And as always, we love to get your feedback. There's a link in the show notes to submit feedback. And until next time, keep on building.